0: Welcome to Help Wanted, Recruiting in Today's World with Nikki Wallace. Nikki and her guests are here to help you understand the labor force and how to recruit and hire for small businesses and other companies in today's dynamic and ever-changing world. Now, let's get into it. Here's Nikki.
1: Good afternoon, listeners. This is Nikki Wallace with Help Wanted, Recruiting in Today's World. Welcome back. We're excited to have a fun guest here today, somebody that I've known for quite a while. So welcome, Taylor.
2: Thank you. Good yeah. to be here.
1: Yeah, we're exciting. Round two. Well, the first one didn't record, so here we are. <laughs> Practice
2: makes perfect.
1: <laughs> so we're excited today to talk kind of all things. Um, I, w- I won't steal Taylor's thunder. He can explain more on his background and, and give his spiel, but... Um, he's we've known each other i think we figured out last week like 20 years at this point so kind of um across different times in our life so it's been fun i'm excited to have you here yeah
2: thank you for having me yeah to nikki's point we've uh we worked together on and off for the last 20 years first uh first off in a uh, ice cream store in fort dodge Uh, Darien. shout out um which was fun awesome experience and and uh kept in touch you know resurfaced after college and and uh, here we are today so quick intro for me um my name is taylor cry um own vessel technology we are uh, a small search firm here headquartered out of des moines um started my career in recruiting on the agency side so did that around um seven eight years both in the non-technical and technical space from a recruitment perspective Um, and, uh, had the opportunity to transition to the corporate world recruiting for a couple of years at principal financial group, which was an awesome experience before having the opportunity to branch off and and start, uh, the firm here, uh, a little over two years ago. So it's been a great ride. Like I said, um, um, you know, Nikki and I have crossed paths quite a bit, so I'm excited to be a part of the show.
1: I know. I remember when you first showed up at the agency that we were both at before, I was like, I know that guy. Yeah. That yeah. Hands, uh, which turns out. And so we recruited actually scientific together is kind of um, where we both started in the agency world. So yeah. scientific and you've done a lot more technical than I have, but um, it's been fun. Yeah, so absolutely. Here we are now. We both have our own firms and it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, awesome. yeah, when I went out on my own um, It'll be two years here in May. I, You were one of the first people I called and we're like, I'm like, what are you doing? And you're like, I don't
2: know. What are you doing? Yeah, I remember getting lunch and we're like, I mean, obviously both still trying to figure it out. And then sometimes we still both are trying to figure it out. But for sure, it's been a yeah. fun run and and uh, enjoyed watching you do it. and
1: Yeah, same, same.
2: Continue to do so.
1: I love it. So we have a bunch of things when we were kind of sitting down trying to talk over, like, okay, there's so many things we could talk about, right? We could talk about our journey, we could talk about owning a firm, we could talk about, you know, whatever. And I think the one thing that came back to all of those conversations was the fact that relationships um, mean a lot, really, in recruiting. So I think both of us, I can... Feel like i know you and uh, well enough to say uh, relationships have really helped you build your business as well so um i think yeah just kind of diving in is where we want to start and like how have we really built our business um you know just not even the business but like how have we kind of evolved our recruiting um over the years and, and what we really feel is important Important. in
2: recruiting yeah yeah Yeah, i think yeah you're exactly right and i think that's we always land at and i think when you think about whether it's the candidate side or your customers right it's it's that relationship and and it's the having the ability to build a healthy relationship where Mm -hmm. they know you're going to be um advocating for them in the best way possible yeah i think it just continues to open doors right um so we like on the candidate side you know for example when you really want to dig into recruiting i think that's what it is right is being as transparent as possible, um, leaning on true and transparent messaging, you know, Mm -hmm. even from the start, we talked a little bit about that was, you know, you don't always get a ton of opportunity to get in front of certain people, right? Right. And I I think the more you can be transparent and give relevant and enough information where it's going to entice them to have a conversation. Yeah, I think that's important. And I think at times that um, kind of goes by the wayside, or people just say, "Yeah, you know, I pinged them or whatever." Yeah. Um, but I think the the Makes thought a lot
1: pings. Yeah, sense. the
2: thought yeah. and craft that yeah. goes into, you know, the way you're you're representing yourself is important, and yeah. and I think that that then kind of starts to cultivate this relationship of transparency. Um, you know, having them truly feel as if you're you're there for them or right. an agent on their behalf in the marketplace. Um, yeah, I think goes a long ways.
1: And I think, you know, you've obviously had more corporate experience than I have, but I think um, a lot of people probably listening to the show are, you know, both sides are going to be agency as well as as corporate. But I think it is even important in the corporate world. Like, I think there's a lot of things that go into, um, you know, they have their processes as well. Um, but I think, just as much on the corporate, if not more so, it's important for those, build, you know, building those relationships, making sure you're starting at the job post of like, what is your brand? You know, how are you communicating with people that don't even get the job? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just, it goes twofold into everything.
2: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I spent those couple of years at, at Principal, awesome company, great team, um, really enjoyed the time there. And, and we touched on this um, or have before, but I think it's it's that relationship and it's the access, right? And um, I think at times it can, you know, it you're it, it, on the same team, and I think mm-hmm. that's sometimes missed. Is like, how do we help each other? You're talking um,
1: about if you're partnering
2: corporate, with an or you yeah, or even on the agency side, mm-hmm. right? Like at the end of the day, you're there to help each other, right? And the more tools and and the, you know whatever you can do to help each side be more successful is important. And I think on the corporate side. You know that that truly being internal and having the access to the teams. And for me, that was a big piece uh, of my recruiting journey, right? is I think on the agency side, you only get so much access. You only can understand so much. Yep. um um, or at least I felt that way, right. Yep. And then after getting in the corporate setting where you have access, you can go shadow specific job set, yeah, you know, skill sets. you know and in the technical world, like I don't really understand what they're doing, right? Yeah. When you shadow them or watch them but you understand how they interact and how they collaborate and how they solve problems. And I think that's when you can go out and then tell that story, which is that you're going to garner more attention just because it's real. Right. And they're like, Oh, this is what I experienced. Right. It's not just reading off a job posting. Right. And so that was a big thing for me. And then trying to translate that into what I'm doing now is Mm -hmm. really leaning into the, to the customers and saying, access is important, right? This is a two way street. We need to truly understand what you're selling here yeah um especially in a market like this to go out and be successful for yeah
1: trading. for sure and I feel like that's over my gear so I primarily have supported. Manufacturing over the years. And for my team, like the best relationships I had and the clients that we were really able to fulfill, even now. I mean, those are the clients that are letting us come in. And I've even had clients like willing to let us weld. <laughs> like mm-hmm. we are not welders. Yeah. Right. Um, and the sparks flying scared the crap out of me. But um, <laughs> uh, thought I was gonna burn up everything. But you know, it gave us an appreciation for what we were talking about. And then yeah, exactly. We were able to go back to those candidates and say like hey this is what the job actually is and and it makes the environment
2: looks like yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: i think as staffing companies we get such a bad rap sometimes for it's just another agency and it's like um i think that's where you and i have both done business probably a little different than some agencies um a we're both local but b it's like hey We've wanted to foster those relationships and make sure that we are getting the best candidates and not we don't need to work with every company in town. Um, I think it's, you know, who's going to really partner with us and see us as that business partner. Um, And I think it just is it helps both sides so much.
2: Yeah. And I think it's important from our seat, too, is like just just being being real with your Mm -hmm. customers about that, right? Like if if they prefer to have five or six partners that they utilize, that's great, right? But that might not be the best space for us, right? Or the best way for us to engage. Um, And and just advocating for what you can do if you're able to have, you know, to your point, if it's just like, oh, another agency, well, then they they probably don't have the right approach, right? And and so they're probably maybe not the best customer. They are for some, right? But when you're maybe a little more nimble, one-to-one, Smaller firm that really wants to engage and and be an extension of what they're doing, you know that's tough to do when yeah. when you're just kind of another commoditized resource um, or partner. And so I think that's important.
1: Yeah. So on the candidate experience, I feel like we drove right into the client side, but on the candidate side, um, what do you think are some best practices that you're doing um, to really cultivate relationships, especially with? I mean, on the IT side, you guys are all the whole world kind of seems to be remote in some ways, but like that side is really remote. So how, like, what are you guys doing?
2: Yeah, I think it's kind of two-sided and I think, I hate, hate to go back to the client side again, but I'll touch on that. I think the candidate side um, is again, transparency, mm-hmm. just just sharing as much as you can up front of saying, here's what it is. Um, I think at times, I know it's important at times to hold things a little closer to the vest or like share certain things at certain yep. times of the process, but- I, I think that can sometimes just, just really put people on edge and yeah. and and you don't, you know, you can lower the wall just by being more transparent saying, listen, this is everything I know. Yeah. Um, maybe I can get to know more and do in, in a certain amount of time and follow up associated, but just being as transparent as you can, um, I think is important to build a relationship. And then when it comes to, you know, screening and on the technical side, um, it, I've kind of changed over the years. I think initially you always kind of lean into skills, right? Yeah. Of like, How long have you done this? You know, or that, or or how long have you had this skill? And again, I think that is just such a tired um, conversation. you know, it's like you can
1: read that or get that off a resume. In the
2: in the minute you bring it up, I think candidates just go to sleep. They're like, again, you know. And and I think that you can just, I never touch on it, right? I, I can yeah. see what they've done. If it's made out that, or if it's made up, that's, you know, they're going to, that'll be found out, right? Mm-hmm. And you're not the one that's going to find that out because you don't have the technical depth to do it. But um, I really lean into, you know, what's important to them about their job? Uh, yeah. Do they love being remote? Do they want to be back in a hybrid or office culture? What do they like to get out of their work? Are they like passionate about ag tech or whatever it is they're doing, like what, what is it that keeps them engaged there? I spend the majority of my time talking about that. And then when it comes to really understanding, if I feel like they're like a sound you know, developer or whatever that yeah. is, I, I always try to tie it back to whatever business problem they're trying to solve. Right. And if they can tie that back to, Oh, you know, we own the complaint system for a mortgage you know, processing space. Right. right. And those complaints come in. And here's how we build the technology that then pushes that to wherever it needs to go or to resolution, whatever that looks like, when they can start to get down to that level and really start to tell the story and how their work impacts that. Yeah. Then at least you have a pretty good idea, like, okay, they, you know, they know what they're doing. Yeah, you know, I they're they're pretty, pretty sound. And then, you know, hopefully that can give you enough confidence to to make an introduction to a client or 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 continue the process. Um, but yeah, I'd say that's that's the majority of what I lean on.
1: Yeah, that's great. I love it. Yeah. It's just, I think one thing that I've noticed um, kind of starting. So on the agency side, we've had the RPO for a year and a half or so. And then we just started um, back up on the the full service agency. And I think um, one thing that has changed in the market the last couple of years is you know, these candidate technology, I think there's a lot more technology, um, that people have access to, to be able to apply or whatever the case. Um, but then it's like, these candidates are getting called by so many people. Um, and I think we all kind of forget that, like how many calls a day do we get from all these different companies? Um, so yeah, I think again, going back to the relationship, pick up the phone, call the person, have the conversation, um, you know, make sure that you're a right fit for them as much as they are for you, kind of vice versa. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then asking the question, you know, I always think
2: I always try to leave it with, you know, one, establishing next steps, but like two, how do you like to be communicated with? Yeah. Right? Like There's so many uh, ways I'm that. a texter, like I prefer like just to text you, I yeah. you know, always. Right. But um, if that's not your thing, like what's best. Right. Yeah. And just trying to meet them where they're at to where, you know, you can differentiate just because maybe other recruiters aren't listening, right? Or maybe yep. they're just, you know, approaching them a way that isn't 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 conducive to what, the way they work, right? Yeah. And I think just making that ask and then making sure you're documenting and, and, and remembering the things that are discussed. I think we touched on that before, but I think that's a big piece of the relationship too, right? It's just validating to them that you're listening and that yeah. you hear them and that the things that are important to them in this job and the next um you know you understand that and, yeah. and you're making sure that they know you understand that i think goes a long way as opposed to just like you know you hang up the phone with the recruiter and you're like they weren't listening yeah. they have no idea what i'm looking for and on to the next right, right. It's such a waste of time where i think you can kind of do those little things that help make you more of a strategic partner as opposed yeah. to just a
1: for sure you know
2: standard recruiter
1: yeah so technology it's evolved a lot i feel like um and we Kind of offline had talked about some of the tools, like some of the stuff you're even doing. I've never even heard of. I'm terrible with technology. Um, if it's not, you know, my IT person helping me, I'm probably not going to be able to figure it out. But what are some tools? So for those listening that are are in the recruiter seat, maybe don't have a huge budget. Um, what are some tools that that you are using or have seen um, in the market?
2: Yeah. Great question. And, and to be honest, this isn't my forte either, but um, I do, you do try, more than me. I try to yeah. continue to adapt, right? I'm kind of a slow adapter, but the tools that are coming out, I mean, they truly are time savers, right? They are going to shake up your world a bit in yeah. the way like you recruit and the way you do things. But I always suggest try them. I don't take that advice the best all the time, yeah. but I think just try them, you know, demo them, see what you think. I think a lot of it can a lot of these new tools can take a lot of heavy lifting off your plate. Yes. I mean, you know, for for, for me, I, I obviously lean on um just good documentation, like an ATS, yeah. a standard ATS. You don't have to break the bank, just something that's gonna house right. the information that you need there's access to. So many options, so that so many options. Super too. expensive anymore. Yeah, they're affordable and, and they work. Um obviously LinkedIn, we have a huge presence on LinkedIn and being out in front of people there. Um there's a lot of great, we touched on this, you mentioned before, but there's great technologies out there today that are, you know, Chrome extensions or plugins that can yes. help data scrape and yeah. get you the information and even build campaigns uh, around recruitment efforts. And that's what I'm kind of meant by like the way you do things yep. is it feels, um, you know, it feels kind of imp- like you're not you know, touching every message that goes out. But you are right. You're building these campaigns. Um, you're engaging, personalizing you're it. personalizing, yeah. you're engaging with the individuals based on their experience. Right. But I think it just is such a, a it's all the heavy lifting is off your plate, yeah. right? It's, it's automated. It's, it's going to, you know, integrate the systems that you have to make you aware of what's going on yeah. and, and when you need to be active or not, or For sure. yeah. all these tools, I think is just continue to keep an ear out, network with people that are doing them or using them right. and, and try them.
1: I feel like you and I both come from, well, I know that we both did because we Mm -hmm. sat in the same seats. So so 10 years ago now at this point, um, like the smile and dial, you know, you get your referrals, you find people. um, And I think one thing that's been eye opening to me as I've started on this journey is, you know, I went and spoke with a bunch of people when I decided like, am I going to do this or not? Like I went and met with quite a few HR people in the field and everybody's you know, really last thing that they're doing is recruiting because they just don't have time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's been cool, all of the automation and technology that people can utilize, really, like use, utilize um, on a daily basis to help them in that recruiting space. So it's like you think of all the AI and all the things going on in the world, coming from two people that have self-diagnosed, we are <laughs> terrible at technology. Um, you know, there's a lot of things I think we can do now to, um, spend a little time and, and maybe a little money up front, but really help us in that space.
2: Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, you want to make your job as easy as possible right? yes. and and engaging with the people. That's the end goal is getting in front of the people. and And however you do that is, is kind of up to you. But I think, having the openness to try the new tools and, and mm-hmm. try new engagement strategies, I think is important, especially in the ever evolving technology world that we're in. Yep. It's going to continue down that path. We were just laughing about that before of like all these tools that we've all heard of. Some are so yeah. similar, some aren't, but yep. I think you just got to try them and, and see if they work for you. Yeah.
1: I know I, you still have to smile and dial and you still have to mm-hmm. network. And I think we both believe in the traditional style, but yeah, um, yeah. So many things that we could have used 10 years ago when we Seriously. were trying to figure out how to do all of these things. Yeah. And yeah. What so do you feel
2: evolved. like uh I'm the host now for this part.
1: Okay, good. What do you Let's feel do like uh put me in the hot spot. What do you
2: feel like kept you with recruiting? You know, I think about that a lot is yeah, cause it's it's such it can be on the agency side, such a high turnover job. Um corporate recruiting is great, right? Yeah. Um but like what what do you feel like kept you with it?
1: That's a great question. Thank I you. don't know. What did <laughs> we sure. always say? Your wife is the one that's always said it takes a little screws list <laughs> to, to do this forever. But, true. Um, you know, when I left the agency that I was with previously, thinking I was <laughs> going to be a stay at home mom for a whole two weeks. Um, honestly, it's kind of funny that you asked this question unprompted, because I the relationships really, I think um, I missed I had a lot of old clients reach out to me that you know, were men in the manufacturing world that I swore that I would fade, you know, I always said fade away in the sunset and nobody would really even know that I was there for the past 10 years, nine years. Um, and I think, you know, I learned really quickly, it wasn't necessarily the job that was frustrating or I needed to get away from, but it was, um, you know, the company. So it's like, you know, being able to get back in and work with some of these clients and uh, be strategic partners with them. Um, I missed that and I enjoy it every day. So,
2: yeah, that's great.
1: What about you? Going to turn it that's back a on good you?
2: Question. You know, I you know I, I think it always goes back to your helping people, right? I think at the at the at at the end of the day, like the best part of your job is you know when that person's a few weeks into their job or, yep. or a year or whatever, and you hear from them and you have a good laugh and like this is awesome. Like I, yeah. you know, glad I gave you the twenty minutes that we started with, right? I think that is obviously the most enjoy- enjoyable or the best parts of the job. But um I think selfishly, you know, I think, I, I think about this sometimes like it is a sales job, right? Yeah. You're selling, you sales know, both side. customer and candidate yeah. side. Right. But I think, I think it's this kind of weird spot where you, you at the end of the day are selling something that everybody wants. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, like, if I had insurance and I was selling insurance, like, yeah, maybe you, you need it, obviously, yeah. but is it right now? Or do you, do you need it right now? Or do you already have it? Probably you have to, right? But I feel like with a job, it's like everybody's got that little piece in their mind. that's like, I wonder if there's a better job out there, yeah. you know? And and that's, that's such true. a big part of your life, right? Yeah. Is 50 hours a week or whatever that is forever.
1: Yeah. Spend more time when, doing your job sometimes. And then, I think that yeah. just
2: can like give you so much confidence and it should, right? Going out there saying you worked hard to get access to a job that's meaningful and a job that you've now done all this work to understand the impact of it and the team. And I think it's so fun like having that make, all right, now you can go out and hopefully, you know, improve someone's situation by saying, yep. here's what it is. Right. And and it's not nine times out of 10, it's going to be yeah, like, thanks, but no thanks. Right. right. But that one time it's going to be like, this is making a big impact for me or a big life changer because my, you know, salary two times or I'm now able to work from homes because yeah. I have little kids or just whatever that looks like It for everybody's different. But I think it's just this weird spot where not everybody can say, like, you have access to something that literally everybody wants. Yeah. Right? It might not be that right for them right now, but right. everybody's going to say, yeah, if a great, better job knocked on the door, I'm going to take it. Right. For the most part. Right. Yeah. Which is kind of cool.
1: Yeah, that is cool. I know we were actually, it's funny you brought this up, but we were talking about some clients, um, past clients that I've had over the years. And uh, a couple of them, you would remember, but we were looking up people on LinkedIn yesterday. And I was like, oh my gosh, I placed him at X company, you know, so many years ago. And now he's the quality assurance manager for that company. So it's like, You know, I was able to help him out of school, get that next job that maybe he would have never heard about.
2: Exactly, and I think that's the last piece is important. Like, I think these people are qualified, obviously, because they get the job, yeah, um, and they grow within the company, but they just don't always have that person that has that access, right, or has the trust of a hiring manager to say, like, okay, maybe this person doesn't isn't you know going to rise to the top from resume perspective, but. Talk to them with them, whatever that looks like, and and going out and advocating. That's really the true role of a recruiter, in my eyes, is you know helping someone get something they they couldn't otherwise. Yeah, right. And that and I think when you talk to those people, you know, if you get the opportunity, I'm sure they'd say, yeah, I don't know how for I sure. got here, but yeah. it all started with just this random person reaching out. And I know.
1: I got in, and here I am. So I, know. I think that's important. Yeah, it's a cool part of the job. I mean, for sure. I know. I think it's. Um, so it's one conversation that I've had le- lately too. Like, so you think of people that have been out of work from like COVID or, you know, there's so many things that happen in somebody's life. Uh, somebody looks at a resume, the first 30 seconds, they can write you off because you maybe have had a gap for six months or a year or whatever. And it's like, there's so much life that happens in that gap. That yeah. so, like sometimes you just need somebody to take you to a hiring manager. And uh, tell the story. And tell the story. Yeah. yeah. And I think that is like, to me, that's the fun part of our job too. 100%. It's like, yeah, you might have these red flags, but at the end of the day, you're still a good worker, and we just have to partner you with the right person that's going to overlook that.
2: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And that's the fun part, right? Is like because you, you're kind of always rooting for them, you yeah, know, like the underdog, you're like whatever. Like you said, whatever the case may be, somebody moved had a great job and had to move home to take care of an ailing parent or whatever that is, right? Like right now, it's then they they peek back in the market and they're intimidated, right? Or they don't feel like, they feel like their skills of dulled or whatever and you can kind of be that person to pick them up and get them back in there
1: yeah build their confidence yeah Yeah. even though i'll never be a welder yeah don't give it up
2: yet (laughs) never know
1: (laughs) oh we never got into the lab that's what we were talking about the other day right like oh man we used to recruit from some some stuff that we're like we have no idea yeah
2: we would just yeah we would limp through it the best we could to talk chemistry and biology with these people but yeah not our expertise
1: well, let's take a quick break here and then we'll jump back into it with a couple of comments on the other side, but uh, hang tight. We'll be right back. Um, Nikki with Help Wanted Recruiting in Today's World. Nick Taylor and I will be right back and we'll see you soon. <music>
0: The bottom line in business talk. Recruiting has changed a lot in the last several years as business and the world around us has evolved. Tune into Help Wanted, recruiting in today's world, and we will dive into best practices internally, as well as how to partner with outside firms and agency. Guests will give more insight and real-time knowledge and examples of what their companies are doing to attract and retain talent in their organizations. We will also get into starting and hiring for a small business. What to do, not to do, and how to grow with a strong team. Help Wanted, Recruiting in Today's World with host Nikki Wallace. Wednesdays at 12 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel.
1: Voice America is available on your Google-connected device.
0: Okay,
2: Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio.
1: Try it today.
0: Welcome back to Help Wanted, Recruiting in Today's World. Have a question for Nikki or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Now back to the show. Welcome
1: back. This is your host, Nikki Wallace, with Help Wanted, Recruiting in Today's World. Um, We have Taylor here with us. So we just kind of touched on, I guess, candidates and advocating for candidates. And I think there's a lot to go into all of that that could probably be a whole nother show. But um, to touch on the flip side of that, so we've, we're saying that the, our business is really twofold. So we have the candidates we have to advocate for, but we also have the clients. Um, we talked about you know, what it looks like to co- really partner and be strategic business partners with some of these clients. But what are some thoughts like, outside of that, like the boots on the ground, like advocating for a client, um, thoughts, like kind of what that, what you've seen, what you do, like, you know, all the things. Yeah. I think that, you know,
2: you know, our success in the recruitment world is the, is, is the, is the customer success, right? Like if we're striking out, they're striking out, like at the end of the day, we, you know, they have a need, like they're feeling pain because they're people short or, or, or whatever that looks like. And I think at times we touched on this a little bit before, but I think it's missed really like the access. And I think at times from a client perspective, it can seem like they were coming across as nosy or like too in the detail, but truly it's important. I think being able to tell that story to the client, that it is important for For us to go out and be able to there, especially in the technical like market, the jobs have to matter to people, right? Like they have to kind of feel a connection to what the company does, and if you can't go out and say, you know, here's what this this role or this this space within the company yep. of company XYZ is truly doing, it's it's tough to get it get them excited about it, yes. right? Okay. And I think I think continuing to lean into and talk to how the access and like the two way street of we need all this information and we need it to be an open door to get additional information when needed to be able to go out and advocate for the job that you have, and I think that's. Missed at times, and I think it's important to to be able to tell that story to where the candidate can understand, like oh, like we the example we did earlier, right? Like the complaints, you know, space within a mortgage company. Like yep. oh, I've called in and had issues before, and then yeah. all of a sudden they start to connect the dots and right. saying this development team is building this system or right. whatever that is making it. Um, you know, resolving these issues right. essentially, right? Now that's not the most exciting example, but yeah. to that extent, you don't need to go into super detail. But being able for to have them paint that picture in their own head, right. you can kind of feel them start to get excited about it, right? And like, yeah, oh, that makes sense, and and then it makes like the next step so much easier, right? right? When they go in, they meet the team, they validate that that's the job, which gives you credibility. Yep. Um, and, and and it's a good experience for everybody because then all of a sudden the client is impressed with. The knowledge that they have, right? right? Or just the product knowledge or the knowledge that you've been able to give them along right. the way. It's just a good experience and a good look on everyone. But again, it's a, it's a two way street um, time and effort to spend up front for sure, yeah. you know, and getting that information. But in the end, I think it pays off.
1: Yeah. And when you're partnering with an agency, there's a lot of reasons you're partnering with one, right? Like you don't have the bandwidth, you maybe don't have the tools. Most of the time, it's the bandwidth situation. But if you're investing time to work with an agency, you know, invest that time to actually give them the tools and the information. I always ask for like, what are your benefits summary? So yeah. it's like, even if they're going to be a contractor for us for, you know, six months, whatever that looks like, um, you know, what can they anticipate? Like, why would they want to work with you versus the, you know, we have insurance a lot in, in Des Moines, um, when they can go across the street and, and do a similar job for, you know, different benefits or whatever. So yeah. And it keeps
2: them engaged and excited, right? Because yes. it's not dangling a carrot, but it's like, hey, here's what you're working towards, right? Or here's, the what, picture. Yeah, yeah. here's where you'll be in six months if if you keep at it or keep doing yeah. what you're doing. So yeah, yeah I think it's important. Um, it doesn't, you know, it's not transactional anymore, right? Yeah. You all of a sudden have more buy-in from everybody involved. And um, usually, you know, nine times out of 10, it's a better experience Right around.
1: Well, and I think you want candidates that are interested in what you're doing, not just to fill a spot. And it's like, those are the candidates too, that if you have a recruiter that can paint that big picture um, and all of the things, it's like, they're going to be a lot more excited to work with you than someone that's like, well, I'm just looking for the next job or, or whatever. Yeah. And they don't really understand what the company does or whatever. So yeah. Yeah. I like it's, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough to, yeah, you you start to differentiate again.
2: It's uh, that's what it's about, right? Is being able to differentiate yourself as a true like agent, right, of these people in the market, and mm-hmm. and the more prepared you can be to really bring that information. I think um, people are are like anything, right? Are going to be more loyal. Um, yeah, you know, be more transparent as opposed to trying to get one by you or you know leaving you out to dry in situations. I think when you create that investment of time on both sides, yeah, front end, they're they're less likely to to put you in that situation.
1: Yeah. Sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Recruiting is, it can be time consuming, but it, it's, it is rewarding. So it just takes sometimes a lot of activity on the front end to, to get the right people. Cause yeah. not, not everybody is, you know, I have people were asking me like, Oh, why are you having Taylor on the show? Is there any competition? And it's like, no, there's you know, just what I bring to the table and what you bring to the table. Every agency, every person, every relationship is so different. Um, mm-hmm. We talked about that on an earlier show that I'm like, with the guarantee, with a direct placement, I'm like, how can you guarantee that you're going to replace a person when two people, no two people are really like. Um, so yeah. anyway, I get, I get passionate about those things. Cause it's like, even if you had, you know, same schooling, same everything, it's like everybody still has different out, you know, outlooks and ideas and thoughts and yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. So anyway, absolutely we see it all in the recruiting. So nothing surprises us anymore. Right. Yeah.
2: And I think, you know, I don't know why this just came to mind, but I think like just general curiosity, right? Like, I, yes. think, I think in recruiting, you have to have just this curiosity as to what, you know, what are they, what are they doing? Why does it matter? Right. You know, it's not that again, not that you need to be an expert or I I'm not technical, right. But you have to kind of dig in to understand why they do what they do and what, you know what drives on. Um, yep. those things, I think, just out of general natural curiosity start to come up. Right. It's yeah. the same as if you ran into somebody at a golf hound and you're sat next to somebody at a bar and got to talking. It's that same, it's the same conversation. Right. right? I think people complicate it. it. it's really that same, that same conversation. What do you do? What's do you like the company? You know, yeah, do you not? What do they do there? Yeah. It's the same stuff that, that comes out. It's just in kind of a different, different, you know, setting. Right. Um, you just have to kind of be have that general curiosity to figure. Just to keep digging, right? Yeah. Figure out what really drives people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I love it. Where do you think recruiting and all the, the things? I asked you this question earlier, but I'm gonna put you back on the spot. Like what do you think um outlook for recruiting with all the changes and the hybrid and kind of all of the things that have changed in the past two or three years? Any thoughts on yeah. kind of where recruiting might be going or
2: yeah, great question. I think about it a lot, and there's really no way to tell, right? No. But I, I think all things, all indicators, you know, hopefully continue to point towards it being a great space to be. Yeah, you know, I think, you know, all of the things we just covered in the last hour. I think if you can continue to like try to lean into those principles and yeah. be good at those things, I just don't see that going away, right? Yeah. Like the value that you can bring. I just even if you know economic times change or or, or if, you know, there's headwinds for companies that that stuff will always happen. Right. Yep. But if you continue to, you know, be nimble and bring value, however, that your customers or candidates see.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I think you'll always be relevant. And so I think that I think that, yeah, things will change probably. Yep. But I think that as long as you continue to to take pride in what you do and do right by people and be transparent. Yeah, uh, I think you'll I think we'll. there'll always be a place for us. Yeah, I think.
1: And I think that's one thing that's been really fun. I, as we've kind of evolved, um, and added higher DSM on my side this year. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that are similar to what we did at the agency we were at before, but there's also like we're able to do so many more things. Um, you know, with being nimble and small and local and all. You know, you could put in all the words, um, but it's been fun to kind of experience that. And it's like we can really do our own thing. But yeah, it's just be good partners and be good people. And yeah,
2: I think at times um I think that's so important because not that like, I would never say that, you know, you're put in that situation with agencies, right. But you kind of are right. There's yeah. red tape. Um You maybe know that this is probably the right thing to do the situation, but you can't get a quote unquote approval to do right. it or whatever that is. And I think that to your point, that's what's so nice about our situations today is like at the end of the day, do what you want. Right. Yeah. And if, and if it means, you know, taking a back seat or, you know, taking a hit in a certain space just to know that you're a true partner and you're going to be there like yeah. that's going to come back around, right? For sure. Um, in the future, and I think that that being able to control that and and make those decisions is fun. Yeah. Um, and it, and it and it that's what's going to separate you as a partner.
1: Yeah, for future. sure. I think we've both taken different avenues over the years, but at the end of the day, like you realize that all of that is the people you meet, the people that like it's all always take the higher road. It's always going to come back and. Um, if you just do the right things and whatever, it will take care of you hopefully yeah. in the end.
2: Hopefully or else, you know, we could just go back to the dairy, yet I <laughs> make ice cream cones. Well,
1: yeah, yeah. We can do a, Taylor and I live in the same neighborhood. We can have a little, our girls can do like a neighborhood ice, ice cream shop. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. We'll hound you. Oh well, yeah. All the ice cream for sale by the little blondies, mm-hmm. all the little girls.
2: Exactly Right.
1: Well, good. Well, where can people find you? So, from a technology standpoint, you know, LinkedIn, all the things, let us know where we can find you.
2: Yeah, we're out there. Um, Great presence on LinkedIn, Vessel Technology, you can find us, Instagram. um, What am I missing one? Instagram, LinkedIn, LinkedIn website. website. That is it. (laughs) Yeah, we're out there. Um, I think that, you know, our contact info will be included in in the blurb that's sent out. So, if you want to partner if you want to just chat talk shop if you're looking for a new job whatever that is we'd love to love to connect with you so feel yeah. free to reach out
1: do you guys have any specific skill sets that you cover or are you guys with your it you're kind of across the board across aren't
2: you? the with board yep. yeah yeah um yeah pretty much across the board and and you know with to you know in our background with our networks and experience and people we know like even if we could pass somebody along or make yep. a recommendation or just get people connected um we enjoy that equally as much. So we're, yeah. we're happy to do that if it makes sense.
1: Awesome. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I love having you. Proud of you and Allie and everything that you guys are doing for the community and in this space. So it's fun to be able to keep on cheering each other on. Likewise. So. <laughs> Thanks
2: for having me. And, and likewise, it's been enjoyable to, to watch you yeah. keep killing it. We're sitting here in our beautiful office in West Des Moines, and, yeah. uh, which is awesome. Who would have yeah. thought Crazy 10 years ago? But Not me. Not me
1: either. Did you ever think you'd own a staffing company? No. I didn't even know if I was gonna make it the next day, but uh one foot in front of the other, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm sure we could do a whole nother show on things that we've seen. We're just talking staffing stories, business insurance and all of the things right before we hopped on here. But maybe another show. Maybe another show. Hopefully they'll record. Yeah, (laughs) this time around. Speaking of the not good at technology piece, yeah, Taylor and I have yeah. struggled. A little on this spoiler, journey. we did
2: this same show about a week ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just forgot to push record. Well, so, uh, you know, like happened. I said, practice makes perfect. Yeah. But I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. Love having you. And we'll have Allie on here soon, too. So she'll,
2: she'll look forward to it.
1: I know. Well, listeners, thanks for listening today. This is your host, Nikki Wallace on Help Wanted Recruiting in Today's World. Hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you next week.
0: Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Help Wanted, recruiting in today's world. We hope we have helped you reach a higher level of understanding for today's workforce and the dynamics behind them. Until we talk again, have an outstanding week.